I watched uh, this Gordon Ramsay show about him traveling through Europe and stuff, and they were making, um, they were doing, uh, what's, what's the, mozzarella cheese? Okay. Mm. Like in the water and yeah. the, or whatever, and then they take these big balls of mozzarella out, and then they eat them, like this, it's like the size of an apple, yeah. and they eat this mozzarella, that's a lot of cheese. Yeah, it'd be hard to poop on Isn't that it trip, it called I a think. pearl? I think they call those it giant things hard. of cheese a pearl of cheese. That's a big-ass pearl. <laughs> I don't know. It would be hard to poop, though. If you if eat like apple-sized cheese balls everywhere you went? Yes. yes. Be a problem. I don't know. Maybe if you're used to it, I don't know. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare-traveling, craft-beer-drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. I'm Dolan. Special guest this week, ooh, ooh, Ashley. I, I'm Ashley, one of the brand specialists. Oh. Guys, it's an honor to be on this podcast with you. Co-host of the our other podcast, Healthcare Horrors. Yes, yes, sir. Ooh, and murder. I even broke out special murder. socks. Oh, you got all oh, beer socks, beer and pizza and, pizza and socks. beer socks, See? just for this Perfect. occasion. Right Brian is hearts. so happy right now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. So special guest, Ashley Boyce, because you went to this brewery in Salem, Massachusetts, correct? Yes, sir. I'm also wearing a shirt I got from Salem that has all of the victims that were killed in the witch trials. Oh. I'm dressed for the occasion. We're going to get to this, actually. We're going to get to this. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, So Notch Brewing Company is located at 283R Derby Street. Mm -hmm. There's a letter in the numbers. R Derby? 283R. As in Ralph, right. Ralph, right? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've never seen an address where the numbers include a letter mm-hmm. ever. So I don't know, man. It's Massachusetts. What are you gonna do? I guess uh, <laughs> Salem, Massachusetts, open Monday and Tuesday, four to nine; Wednesday, four to ten; Thursday through Saturday, noon to ten; and Sunday, noon to eight. Yeah. Yes. Then there is also yeah. a location in Brighton, Massachusetts. Oh, well, there you go. How far is Brighton from Salem? Not sure. Didn't go. <laughs> Didn't go there. All right. Well, you brought us three. Yes. You brought us their Czech style pale lager, which is a session pills. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what that is. I can't wait for this one. Uh, then you ha- you brought us the dog and pony show, which is a New England pale, mm-hmm. and then left of the dial, which is just an IPA. Yes, I know you guys love English your IPAs. Style. English so, style. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. There's one of these coming up. Now, by the time this airs, I will have drank it already. There's an English-style IPA coming up in the Costco beer advent calendar <laughs> as well. Huh, well, we'll just have to get your how you feel about that. I guess. All right, Brian, what, what do you want to start with here? What do you think? Uh, well, you know what? Let's start with that. With the one, pills? Yeah. yeah that's the I know you're jonesing yeah. for it. <laughs> I almost opened it on the way up here. We've got to start with a session, right? Well, here's yeah. the thing. This brewery claims to be the very first brewery in um, in the country exclusively focused on session beers. Huh. And it, because of that, it goes all the way back. It, Thank you. It, it goes back to their, their roots as a uh, German brewery. Mm-hmm. So lots of German uh, Czech roots in their, in their brewing. 
I didn't know that, but I was almost guessing it just based on some of the beers I looked at on their website. And I wrote, you know, as I like to do, wrote down the ABVs. Yeah. And they were all pretty light. Light. Yeah. So we'll get into that, I'm sure, hmm, too. Absolutely. Okay, this is good. I could drink a thousand of these. Which is, what is this called? This is the Session, session Pills. Pills. Okay. Czech I think style I wrote that down. pale lager. Yes. Uh, yeah, you could easily drink a thousand mm. of these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just by smelling it, I can tell I'm going to like it because I, I like lighter beers. Like, oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Let's see. On their website, underneath this logo thing, so, you know, 4.0, mm-hmm. said, yes, there really is a Session Pilsner. Why do you need one? <laughs> well, I don't know, because we can make it. Because you can. And that's why. Hmm. Yeah, it smells good. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Could you just... And here's the thing. And again, I'll get into this, because I, I of course, just fell in love with the brewery and mm-hmm. the brewers. As and you do. Of course. you their, their whole thing is like, you could drink two big old monsters of this, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then still drive home, because they're, they're 4%. Yeah. These are nothing. Okay, okay. They're, they're nothing. Yeah. And the hardest thing would just be to hold all the actual liquid. Well, yeah. that's Not that we're suggesting Mm. that you drink two whole things. (laughs) Right. Good job, Dolan. Way to turn that around. Challenging. No, we're not doing that. Challenging. Challenging. Dolan here from the Atlas Challenge. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't drink and drive. Drink Mm. responsibly. Oh, gosh. So, founded in 2010 by Chris Loring, L-O-H-R-I-N-G. Loring. Okay. Loring. Uh, their building that they're in right now, the probably the one that you went to, mm-hmm. is an old is the old REO motor car company building. Hmm. So they actually built cars there at one point, which is maybe kind hmm. of fun. REO speedwagons. REO speedwagons. Maybe That'd be sweet. Mm. I guess like picturing the building now, I I could see it being a garage, but it was much cleaner now. No, hopefully. <laughs> I, I would hope so. Well, it's the front pretty, doesn't necessarily cool. have to. The back needs to be you know, mm-hmm. where, they, where they brew. So, uh, Chris started his brewing career at Tremont Brewing in Charleston, Massachusetts. Have you ever heard of Tremont? No. Now, they sold. Uh, so, he started in 1993, which I yeah. think is. That's pretty long yeah, time ago. That's, that's a while ago in, in craft terms. Yeah. Uh, Tremont at the time was the second largest brewer, brewery in Massachusetts uh, behind Harpoon. Yeah. In the late 90s, so right around there. Uh, after Tremont sold, he is uh, kind of a brewer without a brewery for a while. He traveled around Germany, Czech Republic, just sampling beers. 2005, he went to Prague and discovered Desitka, D-E-S-I-T-K-A, Desitka, okay. which is their uh, lager that they do now, which is their session lager. Not this one, but another one that they do uh and he had an epiphany about beer modest abv lagers are difficult to make but a sheer joy to drink so in other words notch is founded on the european beer tradition of drinking beer in volume and not being ashamed of that (laughs) yeah Hmm. sounds familiar right maybe we're not ashamed of my volume but the abv (laughs) is usually a little problematic yeah but I mean, that's it, it was made, and I'll get into this a little bit. It's it was made for the working man in Europe, right? It's we've talked about that a little bit with saisons, with some of those the real low APV, ABV saisons, mm-hmm. where they would you know you come in from the field yeah, and that's lunch what you time. would right, yeah. that's what you would drink. So yep. Uh, in the early days, Notch uh, was contract brewed. They brewed at uh, Two Roads Brewing, which we I think we've talked about before, Ipswich Brewery. Uh, which I know we've talked about before. 
and Kenny Bunkport Brewing Company in Maine. So mm. he contract brewed all over the place to see if he could get it off the ground yeah. first. Uh, and then it, by doing that, he could produce this workers' beer sort of thing. Like, and those are their words. Like the workers' sure. beer is kind of their words <laughs> to see if it would actually work. No pun intended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess pun, right? Whatever. <laughs> Uh, 2016, they opened that first brewery and taproom, which is there in Salem. So, I, again, there is a great article on goodbeerhunting.com, another podcast that shows up, by the way, on yeah. the list that we made, mm. uh, which is a great, I've listened to, excuse me, quite a few episodes, and uh, great podcast. But the article is super in-depth about who they are and how they brew and their philosophy behind it. It's really if if you get a chance, go look it up. It's from December of twenty twenty, where I got most of my information. Okay, from, quite honestly. So, well, here's what I pulled off the website that was interesting to me. If you live in Massachusetts and Pennsylvania, so they must be—is it close to the border? Must be close to the border. North, yeah, yeah. Um. They have a monthly subscription service, and they will mail it to you oh. if you live in those two places. Now, it's 150 bucks, okay, all the way up to $600. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. So you're either getting, I'm guessing, like a four-pack a month versus maybe you're getting four four-packs, something like that. Okay. Really Look like they were 13 bucks a four-pack for the most part. Yeah, okay. I didn't see any real price differences on the styles of beer that they had. Wait, yeah. 600 bucks a month? No, for the I would assume that's for the year. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, and you're only getting four? <laughs> no, I think per month, I think is how that Wait worked out. <laughs> the Brian subscription is $600 yeah. a month, but uh, they're sending it by the pallet. They'd have to at 4%. <laughs> <laughs> um, something that was cool that this brewery did um, for Christmas time, they have gift bundles on their website which I hadn't seen before. So they packaged a bunch of stuff up. So one of them was called the, well, they like beer, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, you know, you've got somebody that, oh, my cousin likes beer. Well, this is what you get. Mm. A branded beanie hat, t-shirt, four pack of beer. All their stuff, there you go. They had one called the 45, which was a vinyl slip mat, you know, for your turntable. Sure. Had a cool uh, five panel hat, which is kind of uh, vogue now. Yeah. Four pack of this one, left of the dial IPA. And then they had uh, one other one, but those were the, the main ones I liked. They also had some mittens that had uh, branding across the knuckles, which was interesting. I've never seen mittens for sale. Uh oh. That's pretty cool. Drink it up. Yeah, I just drank the rest of it. I'm sorry. I mean, that's okay. It's Look, happen. I'm going to give you the rest of the IPA, so yeah. I can see this one coming. <laughs> I'll be all right. Uh, 14 beers on tap I could find. In the Salem, I only hmm. looked at the Salem. I didn't look at the other location. The strongest one that they brew. You want to guess? I'm going to go uh, 6.2. You're, you're right. Really? What? Yeah. <laughs> Why is it going IPA? I mean, I just assume it's not even an IPA. Oh, my gosh. It's their sticky. Maybe you should start guessing the untapped. I guess so. <laughs> sticky Alt Beer is the winner of that. Oh. And it's S-T-I-C-K-E. Um, sticky. Yes. And it's very malty, caramely, 6.2%. I don't know if you'd like it. Maybe you would. It's kind of sweet. Maybe. Um, but that's that's uh, the highest they go. Hmm. Uh, they had six that I could find packaged beers to go, like can-wise, okay. uh, that you could just walk out of there with, and these are three of those, right, it looked right, like. Right. And then they had two, as we talked this one already, uh, Session 4.0 beers. Nice. So that's the bottom, and the highest you go, 
is the 6.2 mountain wow. top. So wow. hey. you can go there all day. They just really want you to drink their beer mm-hmm. in volume. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I, I, I dug into that just a little bit more because I wanted to understand that, right? Because knowing my beer Yoda, Brian, right, is is all about, and we were, before we even went on air, we were talking about beers that ABV is going to be like in the 13, 14s, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So huge, big, big barrel-aged monsters, yeah. right? Why? Why? What drew him to this? And especially during a time when, like, Trillium was coming on and, you know, breweries like that on the on the East Coast were really taking over with hazy IPAs and, you know, big, that, that type yep. of thing. What drew him to this instead? And he, th- this is a clip right off the website that kind of just, actually it's right out of the um, uh, article there on, on good beer hunting. Look at the beer producing nations of Europe. They all celebrate low ABV workers beers, low ABV sessions consumed by farmhands, pale lagers consumed by Czech glassblowers, or bitter and milds consumed by factory workers in British pub in British pubs. These are not beers for deep contemplation and evaluation. They are everyday, no-fuss drinking beers with great flavor and history. At Notch, we hold to that ethic that beer should be affordable, yet priced so our business can operate pr- profitably. Yeah. These dudes got to figure it out. I think it's interesting for me that... These are kind of like grab and goes. Like mm-hmm. you're not going to spend an hour drinking this beer, whereas you might with a you know big bomb stout or something. <sighs> right. You should right take that time and to really maybe enjoy. contemplate your life. Mm-hmm. And this one's like, hey, I've got yard work to do, but I need a beer. <laughs> right. Let's get it done. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. So that's 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 a different mm-hmm. mentality than what we see around here. I would say for the most part. Well, yeah. Look, I gotta go. I gotta go to Costco, but then I also have to go to Walmart. Mm-hmm. But then there's a brewery in between. So yeah. we could go to one, stop here, <laughs> have two beers, not get super hammered, yeah. and then still go to Walmart and finish the day. How often? And I don't want to put you on the spot. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, boy. I can put myself on the spot. How sure. often have you had a long list of things yeah. that you were going to do? Uh-huh. And then guess what? You're still at the brewery. And you're still at the brewery. Like, and oh, you got none shit. of those things done. Well, yeah. I guess I'm going to do this tomorrow. I wouldn't have to have that happen at yeah. this place. So. Just hearing everything you guys have said about it and smelling it, and I don't know if this will offend anyone, but it like reminds me of PBR. I'm not a mm. beer expert, but just smelling it, I was like, it it's, smells like PBR, and I like PBR. It has so. a sweetness that is yeah. definitely reminiscent for sure. No, that that was the first thing I thought of when I took okay, a drink of this. Good. Was <laughs> oh, this reminds me of a PBR. Yeah, yeah. So now I know what a Czech style pale lager is yeah and I well, it's like more it. of a, the pilsner style right i mean the pils, yeah yeah yes. yeah fancy though can. this sounds more fancy if miller light tasted good <laughs> that's what this that's what this is oh, they're right? not gonna sponsor us now no well we weren't gonna get a sponsorship <laughs> we're, we're, from miller light probably anyway. not three years in no 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 all right uh here's here's one other thing i wrote down about this place and i did you go to this tap room yes yeah um okay. we went there on halloween night that's a good night to go there, it sounds yeah. like. it was pretty chill. We wanted something a little more chill to do because Salem is insane. So this place was a little more chill. It was busy, hmm. but not crawling with people. Well, here's what I think is insane. Tinned In fish. Tinned fish. That's on their food menu. Tinned? Tinned. Like tinned. T-I-N-N-E-D. Tinned. Okay. Like an anchovy is in a tin. Oh, I don't know if that's oh. what it is. Uh, but it comes with pickled onions, beer mustard, uh, a medley of pickled vegetables, and uh, this salty fish, and that's an appetizer. I'd eat that. No thanks. Yeah. I, I mean, they also have pickled eggs. No mm-hmm. thank you. Oh, 
I would eat the shit out of that. We did not a, eat any of that. Oh, I got a good. jar of pickled eggs on my fridge right now. <laughs> You're so gross, dude. As long as the bartender just like rolled up his sleeve, reached his Dunked like in there. hand into the the pickle, and then just like pulled the egg out and gave it to me, that's how I want it. <laughs> <laughs> don't you remember that like when we were kids when we were kids like yeah. gas stations had them on the counter oh, yeah. and you just reached your grubby hand in there and, hey give me a pickled egg 25 cents <laughs> it's like you don't have time to wash hands but you got time to grab a pickled egg <laughs> <laughs> gross mm. no I I don't no. Is that how you get them you out of home Dolan no they, they didn't have these at the Casey's no. when he was managing <laughs> yeah. no how come you guys are always out of pickled eggs what's happening I didn't see anybody eating now that I think about it. No one was eating any of the appetizers mm. and stuff. Maybe it's because it was like later in the evening. I don't know. They were full on candy. It was Halloween. Hmm. Could yep. have been. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Boy, what a, what a great transition we're going to have here. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was obvious. Salem, right? Right. So I didn't research that. No, you did not. You. No. No. So hopefully, <laughs> with, her, with her shirt so with the victim names on it. So disappointed. I got some stuff going on. So there she's, go. she's going to have to give us that information, because what I have a little bit later for us mm-hmm. uh, is tan- is ish related. So Ish related. Yeah. Well, it, it'll tie in at the end. Okay. So we just opened the Dog and Pony Show, which is their hazy. This is delicious. Right? This is, is it? For me, oh yeah, that's, that's popping. Mm-hmm. It, it's... There's a throwback right there. It was. Yeah. It's bright. It's it, it citrusy. Is. Whoa. What's it ABV on this? Four, four and a half? Four and a half. 1.9. I didn't even look that up. Four and a half. <laughs> you should, I'm going to have you guess the untapped list. <laughs> unless unless you already know it. I already know what it is. Ah. But maybe I'll go over to the casinos there in Iowa and there play you go. some roulette. <laughs> this is interesting. It's really, really sweet. I wasn't expecting that. But you still get some hoppy kind of yeah. punch at the end, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's that pale ale. Yeah. Huh. That's what I've been doing lately. When you want a little hops, I've been going pale backwards. It is, pale it is a citrus bomb. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's well, nice. typical East Coast, right? As mm-hmm. typical as they're going to get, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Ashley, when you went there, what did you what did you have? To like eat or drink? Or, or right. Drink? When you went to the brewery. Oh, itself, when we went like, to the brewery. Okay, I wrote it down because the names of some of the beers were weird. Awesome. Um. So yeah, when we were at Notch. Um, my boyfriend, fiance, future ex-boyfriend, whatever you mm. want to call him, Rob. <laughs> future ex-boyfriend. Well, if, they get, you know, if we get married, then it's technically oh, like, wait a minute. There's a story uh, here. Okay, <laughs> not yet. Okay. Fiance is such a fancy word, so I go with future ex-boyfriend. Um, he had the Dunkel beer, mm. which was a little more stouty. I had never heard of yeah. that or had it before, um, but I tried it. It was good. It was dark, malty, and caramely. Those are good yeah, tasting so notes. Good. You should be on untapped. This is that those are really good <laughs> tasting notes. <laughs> um and then I had a I, it was called the standard and it was more lemony um mm. and sweet. Not quite like this, but I guess it kind of reminded me of the summer shandies. Like I mm. could see myself drinking it in the summertime versus the fall. But, I'm gonna guess it was a Rattler. They probably they had a couple of Rattlers on. Oh, did they? Yeah, and, that, and when I went and did my uh, TripAdvisor research, there was somebody that just talked about like these are the best Rattlers I've ever had. Mm. So Yum. it was a pale lager, but yeah, not quite like this. Hmm. So interesting. But yeah, that's what we drank when we were there. They were out of 
quite a few beers when we were there actually hmm. but yeah, it's just because it was hopping too covid hit yeah. them pretty hard too hopping. Like, it was hopping hoppin'. i really did not mean <laughs> that pun but it happened so it Can't was cool take it though back now. Yep. so like um the brewery was on the main strip and everything um but it was kind of tucked away so we wanted to kind of have a little break from people so it wasn't really down an alleyway but it was kind of down a side street um in like an older building and it was really cool it was like they had their garage door open and then another garage door open with a patio and it was like right on a a river i'm not sure what river it was Mm. but it was it was pretty chill Nice. Yeah. I saw on there Salem's Lager, one of the other cans. You can oh, have, yeah. I wanted a, to a lighthouse that. on there. Yeah, but they I couldn't find that one available in the cans. Hmm. They said it was like you know our history that most people know about is a little too dark for yeah. our cans, so we want to celebrate mm-hmm. the waterways. Yeah. I was like, so okay, yeah, by go. the by the river, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you notice on the can here the the Czech style uh, tap handles that came in the good. The good beer hunting uh, 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 article as well. They use the it's the side tap handles. Yeah. I've never seen those before. Those are traditional in, in overseas, like in, in for Czech beers or German beers. Wonder why? Those are I don't know. I don't know. It's more of like a sink handle, like a ball valve maybe than it is. I don't know how. I don't know if that's a ball valve. This on is the more regular. of a cask. English style thing. Okay, so I don't know why you can't see us actually making the tap movement. It looks like a choo-choo sound. It's kind of what it looks like you're doing. (laughs) And this is more like turn on the old faucet, turn off the old faucet kind of thing. So as long as the beer comes out, I don't Don't, care. I'm trying here. I'm trying. Stop laughing. Faucet on. Faucet off. Yeah. Well, that's what nowadays everything is motion censored. It doesn't work that way with beer. Unfortunately, I wish it did. Mm. Be pretty cool. Ashley, tell us more about, since Brian didn't do that research, tell us more about why you went to Salem. Okay, so for, I don't know, about four years now or something, we've been talking about going to Salem because we absolutely love Halloween, Mm -hmm. and what better place to be over the spooky season than in Salem, Massachusetts, where the Salem Witch Trials took place. Um, I don't know if you guys know a lot about the Salem Witch Trials, but in the end... No one was a witch. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> huh. I mean, it was all just kind of hearsay. He said, she said, um, yeah. you know, maybe you and I are enemies and you have a plot of land that I want. Uh. So I'm going to accuse you of being a witch. So while you're rotting in jail, all of your stuff is going to get auctioned off mm. for cheap. So, you know, that's one thing. Um, was it the Puritans? They didn't have... The most exciting lifestyle, even the children, that went quickly. Yes, it did. It's a popular one. Yeah. So maybe everyone was just bored, and this was kind of a new exciting yeah. thing. You there know? was no TikTok back then. Exactly. <laughs> so everyone's just kind of going crazy. There's a lot of different theories of what happened. Um, there's a small part of me that kind of maybe wants to think maybe there was something witchy going on mm. and then everyone just took it what way too far. What if there was far. just one person that was a witch? Right. That's kind of what I'm thinking. That'd be sweet. Um, and then that person accused other non-witches to throw them off the trail. To throw them off. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a movie mm. idea. I think it was. Maybe. It, it's probably been done but yeah. you can redo it. Maybe. Live right. your dream. So yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Nobody was burned at the stake. Oh, um, I thought they were. No, that happened in Europe. Oh. So witch trials like did happen all over the world, but that was primarily in Europe. Okay. In Salem, um, everyone was either hanged. There were 19 people hanged. One person was stoned to death. That seems like a good way uh, to die. Yeah. yeah. Not, not that kind of when yeah. it's with rocks. <laughs> no. they, with rocks. Yeah. And not like the stones weren't thrown at the guy. <laughs> How do they do it then? They um, just put them on you, right? Yeah, that you, you. you lay down and you put they oh. put a board on you and they stack stones on you until you confess. And he didn't confess. I mean, you're screwed either way. If you confess to being a witch... You're dead. They Yeah, they're either yeah. going to kill you or maybe banish you. I have no, Or just keep you in jail and you're going to die in jail. Right. And then if you don't say that you're a witch, then they're just going to hang you. I like the old Estonia. test where it was like they'd throw you in the water and yeah. hold it down. And if that, like you drown, mm-hmm. then, then you were innocent. You're a witch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That also You're did sweet. not happen in Salem. But yeah, that was one mm. way people could see if you were a witch or not. Is if mm. you saved yourself and didn't drown, you were a witch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, you if, you just, die. if you die, though, then, well, <laughs> yeah. you were innocent. Yeah. yeah. Whoops. We got that one mm-hmm. incorrect. Well, next one. Next time. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And that was all in the 1600s. Um, so mm. long time ago, like the trip to Salem was awesome, and there are modern witches that live there now. Um, but safely, it, they live there safely. Yes, oh, okay. I would Absolutely. assume celebrated there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, it's a place where such a dark thing happened, though. Mm. You know, a lot of innocent people died. Mm. And um, Salem Village is actually Danver, Massachusetts. And then Salem, Massachusetts today is where everyone was hanged or died. They couldn't do it in their own town, right? They didn't want to sully their own town. So they like went someplace else to do it. Sure. Okay. <laughs> or maybe nice. like Salem was just like that big and then they like yeah. split it up into more cities. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. I wasn't there mm-hmm. at no. that time. If she was, she was a witch. <laughs> yes. Exactly. She wouldn't be around Ooh. now. Yeah. Ooh. You never know. <laughs> if there's a queen of Halloween here, it mm-hmm. is definitely Ashley. So, I, I mean, it's entirely possible. Could Look, be. your secret's safe with us. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's in the Thank you, everyone. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no. Yes, so that's what I got. That's a brief history of what went, what went down in Salem. At I least want... it's a murder journal and not a death note. Mm. <sighs> so much dark stuff going on here. <laughs> this reminds me of a concert poster. Okay. More than the other ones. It's kind of the same design, but just that color design looks like an old timey, yeah. like country and Western. With the dog riding the yeah. horse. Yeah. Yep. In your guys' finding, did you research like why it's called Dog and Pony Show and everything? Because no. I was kind of curious Mm-mm. about that. Okay. No. Well, no. Further investigation. That's for some other happen. podcast. I, okay. I could I could only assume maybe it's their like tongue in cheek take on New England style IPAs. Like it's oh it's a dog and pony show, right? You gotta do a you gotta do a hazy in order to be a brewery kind of thing. Especially on this coast. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, maybe. That would be my that would be my guess. Maybe that or it's like so different than everything else and it's like a you know, hmm. a show. Yeah. I the, don't know. And the art mm-hmm. on there actually reminded me of uh, cake, yeah. the cake, cake. album, mm. albums, all of their albums kind of have the same, that same look. Yeah, same that's what it looks style. like to me, like an old Hank Williams poster. Yeah. Like those up, that's all of them are. Yeah. yeah, definitely.
Well, I see that you've got open the IPA. It's the left of the dial. Yeah. So, so we're talking AM radio. It, it's it's the color looks more like a Pilsner Lager style color, not an IPA. I was expecting English ish, so I was expecting mm-hmm. malty. So yeah, I expected maybe a little more reddish yeah. brown, maybe. Yeah, it smells hoppy. Okay, it smells hoppy. Yeah, mm. this is a it's a fun sort of contrast in the three different beers that you brought here. That's yeah. I'm not usually crazy about IPAs, but one of my friends that went on the trip with us had it, and he said it was good. So okay. Oh, good. That's good? <laughs> that's my favorite. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. What the heck. It's got like a almost a pineapple citrusy finish at the end. If if like pilsners and and IPAs like had illegitimate children, oh, that's what married. this right now. Ooh, out of wedlock, like on a Vegas vacation mm. or something. Yeah, yeah. It's almost it's almost buttery. <laughs> Maybe could be. Sometimes yeah. when you yeah, sometimes hops will do that. Mm. No, that's, that's good. Oh my goodness! I was not expecting that. Mm-mm. No, it's, I expected it a little. It doesn't taste like grass, right? <laughs> Pine cones. You find out really quick, especially so when we started this podcast. I've said this before. I was a craft beer virgin. Mm-hmm. No idea. Like Blue Moon was craft to me, and I felt fancy drinking those. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's. You, you find out that he's all grown up. IPAs <laughs> are there's none two alike. Like. Hmm. Yeah. It's true. You yeah. could be a brewery right next to each other, have the same hops, brew it the same way, and yep. it's, it's going to be slightly different yeah. every time. Yep. That's really good. Gosh, it's probably darn. still going to give me a headache, though. IPAs give me headaches, I've noticed. It only, I looked at this one, 4.3% mm-hmm. uh, on a session IPA. I don't know if it might. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I'm not drinking a lot, though, either. It's mm. just a little bit. Mm. Just, yeah. Just a little. Us, a too. Bit. Just a little bit. All right, just a little bit. <laughs> what you got? Anything to we find ready? some stuff? I'm ready. Go for I it. I am ready. I was thinking, okay, yeah, that's we, the witch trial stuff. That's that's too good. Sure, it's too easy. It's a layup. Mm-hmm. It's a What's something that I'm interested in? I didn't know you were there on Halloween. Music. So this oh, is yeah. a great time. It's got to be a music time. It's not baseball. Oh. No, Salem's Lot. Oh, the movie. Ah. Stephen King. The book and all the mm-hmm. iterations of of film. So yes. we're going to get into that just a little Sweet. bit. Uh, premise. This was his idea. Hmm? He's like, what happened? Uh, what if, if vampires came to the United States and they just okay. happened to take over a small town? Right. One guy shows up. <laughs> what what happens? Sure. So this was his second published book, I think, in 75. It Ever? Came out. Yeah. What was his first? Uh, Cujo? No. Carrie, I think. Oh. Hmm. Okay. So the publisher bought it for 550000 which is, I think, pretty good money. That's a lot of money for back then. He was a teacher still at that time. Wow. So I'm sure that was more than his salary at the high school. Slightly. Uh, he had read Dracula recently, mm. and uh, that was kind of like the, aha, what what would happen if it was here in the United States? Interesting. Also, around this time when he was writing it, uh, would have been mid-70s, so it was kind of like Watergate was happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's a Gordon Liddy's dude's name was testifying in Congress. Same throat. All that stuff was going yeah. on. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like that seeped into the book, too. So there's some, like, we don't trust the mayor, the politics of the town. Like, that was being reflected in his writing because it was kind of what was currently happening in, in the United States at that time. Okay. Um, made a movie. Yeah. And I think it came out in 79. 
It was decent. Yeah, I mean, it looks cheesy now to look at it, but, you know, that was horror movies in 79. I guess you get what you get. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wrote down two people's names from that movie because I haven't seen it in a long time. Okay. But, and it was actually more of like a TV, uh, what do you call it? Like a made-for-TV Miniseries? Yeah, it was kind of like that. It was two episodes. It was like two two (laughs) two-hour things. I thought it was in theaters, but okay. All right. So, Fred Willard. Yes. He was in it. Yes. And then this guy named George DeZunda, who you would know him if you saw his face. Okay. He was also, I found this out last night, he was on the first season of Law and Order. The and very he, first season. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. And he was one of the main cops, and he left after the season one because he said the scripts were junk, and he wasn't. He didn't think it was going to go on any farther. That was a good call. Uh, no. No, it was not. No, it was sarcastic. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was just, just checking. <laughs> so I think that's where like Jerry Orbach kind of comes in oh, and takes yeah. over, and he's on the show forever. No one Could puts have been baby this in a corner, right? Yeah, that guy. Right. You're right. Oh, so, that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know who he is now. Yeah. That guy. He's in a bunch of, he's in some movies and yeah. stuff, but he was on Law & Order for the first season and mm. decided that was not for him. That was a bad career move. Yes. Um, then the move, that was it. Didn't Nothing happened. And then it was like 25 years later-ish. Yeah, okay. 25 years. Yep. Uh, they're like, you know what? We need to remake this. We need to make this again, and we need to put Rob Lowe in it. And that's what they did. Really? Yeah. It was on uh, TNT two days. Okay. Two nights back and back. So, we're, you know, here's the one, mm-hmm. and then the next night they did it again. Okay. Um, nominated for an Emmy. Oh. For the score. Oh. <laughs> You're like, <gasps> oh. oh. Yes. Uh, here's the cast, though. Rob okay. Lowe. Yep. Plays the main guy, Ben, who's the journalist who comes back to the town. Donald Sutherland. He's the main. He plays the Fred Willard character? Uh, I I would assume. He plays the human familiar of the vampire. So, like, when he's not a vampire and he's just a normal dude, uh, Donald Sutherland is is him. Straker, I think, was his name, if I remember right. So, So, they had two actors for one character yeah kind of it was like he looked like a different dude when he was a vampire in this house that he was like holed up in okay but then when he was out in the town like he had to be a person or he couldn't be out walking around in the daylight right so then he kind of looked like a different guy no, that too. that's what i was thinking <laughs> yeah more vampire looking yes. in quotes so right? that's sort of yeah. yeah so that was it um andre brower i think is how you say his last name okay he was on uh the Baltimore cop show, not the one that you're thinking of from HBO, but way before that, like Homicide. Oh. Like late 80s, early okay. 90s. He was on that for a long time. Yep. Um, James Cromwell. Yes. Yeah. From Babe. From Babe. City. Yeah. And other, or just other Babe, things. Right. Yeah. That'll do, Pig. And then mm. Rutger Hauer. Yes. 80s action star. Oh, Blind Fury. He was in, he oh, was in this too. Yes. Um, Rob Lowe had some awesome 2000s hair. Uh, he looked the same as he does now, but the hair was much better in 2004 oh, than yeah. it is now. And now, I just did find this out. I, I heard it recently, but I checked it. They are making another one. Really? Yes. comes out in September of 2022. Okay. And I wrote down this guy's name because I had never heard of him. Gary Doberman. He's mm. the one that has is going to be directing, and he wrote it. Okay. He's uh, the guy that co-wrote the It film adaptation from 2017 oh yeah which was i thought was quite good and he was i guess the head he's like james wan's um right hand dude 
So he did all the Annabelle movies and the nun and those sort of like off the conjuring when they split. Mm -hmm. This guy is the one that did all of those. So he's making this new version. Um, And I have high expectations. Hopefully it's good. I would, especially coming off of it. Mm -hmm. Right. I I would. Yeah. The book was really good. Mm -hmm. You know, (laughs) the original. So I I like I never saw the the, uh, 2004 one, but Mm -hmm. I would watch this one. Um, There was. Oh, what I was going to say. The main guy. In this new one mm-hmm. is Bill Pullman's kid, Lewis. Oh, which I didn't even know he had a son that was an actor, but he's I, I been either. in a bunch of stuff. So he's going to be Ben Stearns, or I think that was his name. And Bill Pullman is deceased, correct? I mean, he doesn't. I, I believe you're thinking of Paxton. Isn't Bill Paxton? He was in Twister. <laughs> Bill Pullman is still with us. Okay, I listened to him on a podcast. Okay, one day. That's all right. I Look, I yeah, all right. Uh, here's another thing I didn't know. 2021 Epics. I didn't even know it was still a channel, first of all. E-P-I-X. Okay, yeah. They made a show based off of Jerusalem's Lot, which is a short story that King wrote in 75. Okay. So it's kind of tied. It's the same town with some of the same characters. You know how he does. Right. Uh, but it's like a different story. Oh. So they made a show about it this year based on that. Okay. And the Jerusalem's Lot... Short story. Uh, it was in Night Shift, that book, if you ever... Oh, I did read Night Shift, yeah. So it, you probably read that oh. way back in the day. That was a long time ago. Yeah. A long time ago. Good movie, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Michael Keaton was in that one. I want to say that's right. I don't know if that... Yeah, I want to say that's right. But yeah, so that's that's what I know. And the other thing I remember about it was there's a baby vampire, like an infant baby. Like Whoa. somebody bit it and turned it into a vampire. Uh, who remember it was that? like fly, flying in the air. Remember that? I, I Vaguely. The only other time I remember seeing a baby in the air was in train spotting. <laughs> remember that? Yeah. Oh the Incredibles. Jack Jack. Well. <laughs> Klein. Very different. You brought Klein. the vibe down. Man. <laughs> At the end of um, I had to do it. Scary and puking. Wasn't there a baby? Well, it wasn't a vampire, oh. but in Pet Cemetery, didn't they turn the baby? Into well, I mean, it was whatever. it was the little boy. He was Gage, what, yeah. Okay, yeah, he wasn't a baby six. anymore. Well, he got hit by a semi, and yeah. then they buried yeah. him and they dug, dug himself back out. And then Grandpa Munster got his Achilles, Achilles cut. on the stairs. Oh, that's still just oh god. Yeah, Edwin. Oh boy. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. So that's what I got. Salem's cool. Lot. Look for it. Twenty twenty two. We should have done this around Halloween, quite honestly. I didn't know. I didn't either. Well, we didn't have them. Well, I mean, we can always make another special Halloween episode. There were a lot of breweries in that area. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of breweries everywhere. But, like, I kept seeing advertisements for a brewery called Night Shift. And, of course, that Mm -hmm. made me think of Nurses. Oh. Um, I didn't try any of the beer from Night Shift, um, but their logo was an owl and like its belly was a hop. Mm-hmm. So, okay, and I love cool. owls. Yeah, it was a really cool logo. Um, and then there was another beer that I actually really wanted to try and get for the podcast, but they don't ship, sadly. Um, we went to a pizza place called Flying Saucer and it was all like oh, Star yeah. Wars, Ooh. nerdy. It was really cool inside, but. Yeah, there's like Star Wars stuff everywhere. Nice. Um, and they had beer from Four Phantoms Brewing, and the beer I got was called Purple Potion, 
and it was a boysenberry sour ale. Oh, Ooh. boysenberry. Oh, oh, my gosh. That would have been awesome. I would yeah. drink that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what to expect. I, I like sours, and I drank it, and, like, on the back end, there was lavender. Ooh. Yes. So I looked it up, and it was... It might be almost... Was it too much? Oh, no, no it, it was, was right. good. It was different. It, it, I like looked it up, and it said raspberry, blackberry, and lavender. And it was hmm. really good, and I like. I want everyone to try it now. Wow. Sometimes mm. it sounds like rose water. You ever had that and stuff? Yeah. And sometimes yeah. it's just like, whoa, just too, too much. <laughs> yeah. I'd yeah. be scared about lavender, but... Yeah, it wasn't not. too much. It was really good. And then on the back end, there was just a little lavender. It was really good. So you said the logo was an owl? That was for Night Shift. Okay. Uh, for for Phantoms Shift. Brewing mm. is... They have a lot of really cool graphics on their website. They're a little more of the occulty stuff. I mean, it Salem stuff, it might be yeah. what you expect, mm-hmm. but they have like a lot of stouts and everything. And I actually emailed them. I was like, you know, where I work, they have a podcast and like, would you guys consider shipping or do you have anything close to us? And they're just all on the coast right now mm. on the on the east coast and but the lady that emailed me back was super cool and she was like if you guys are ever in the area you can use our tap room and record oh. and mm. you know i'll keep you guys posted i'll put you on like a mailing list and so i feel if, like if they ship i would idea. love it Unlike, i mean we've gone to the area before yeah, that's true so. So we can go back. I think we should make a tour. I think we should. You know, like, you know, bands go on tour. We right. need to plot this out. Mm-hmm. These places that we've, you know, yeah. talked with and right. become friendly with. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, record Podcast our way tour. across. I think we should do that. Double up a tour. Maybe have some travelers. Some meet and greets. Oh. You know, tie it show. up together. Yeah. I mean, you know, business expense. We've already done that in Denver <laughs> once with Courtney Fugusha. Well, I was going to yeah. say, unlike our ex-friends at a brewery there in... Mm. Uh, <laughs> Colorado, yeah. which will remain unnamed. Shots yes. fired. Right. They actually invited us in. Mm. Right. Yeah. So, so maybe we would double check before we go back, like, hey, we're going to actually come do this. Are you cool? Yeah. Well, the place down the street was more than happy to have us. Yeah. So I, Most yeah. places are cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that other place's problem was. Mm. Maybe I, they were having a bad day. They had a stick in a, in a beer place where the sun don't shine. <laughs> 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 So, so speaking of owls, you mentioned owls, and uh-huh. I, I thought mm-hmm. about this. There is a current trend on reels and TikTok, or as Brian likes to call it, the TikTok. Mm-hmm. TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like this personality test thing, and it's uh-huh. like the first question is owls or flamingos, and I'm huh. curious: owls or flamingos? Owls all day, all day. I'll take owls. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I did a painting of a flamingo, though, and if you, like, really sit there and look at a flamingo, they're so weird looking. Their feet, their legs are just so bizarre. Owls are just so smart. Yeah. Flamingos have two legs, and they only use one. (laughs) Maybe they're smarter. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. I mean, flamingos are really cool animals, but I'm also a Harry Potter nerd, so I like owls. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right, so TripAdvisor, uh, four and a half out of five on 69 reviews. There was one bad review that I almost cut out. Mm. Almost. Mm. I, didn't, I didn't go with it. Okay. This person should not be, have been at a brewery. Oh, boy. And they, and they most certainly should not have been drinking beers that uh, either were low ABV or, like, I don't even know. I, this, their take was just horrible. Were they a Puritan? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they've never had beer before. I think a Puritan would have loved this, though. This was so much more exciting. (laughs) 
than I, manual I labor. Here's the one I cut out though. It's from Slammy One. That's her name, Slammy One. Okay. I don't. I don't know. I'm not. Gonna, Slammy was taken. Slammy One. Yeah. Set up for failure. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Not gonna judge her by her name. So she said, "My husband makes his own beer." Spoiler alert, in five years, we're going to be drinking his beer from the brewery that he started. Ooh, if he's making, right? That's how it works around here. That's exactly how it works. Uh, so naturally, we need to visit every, in all caps, brewery on the planet. Yeah. Well, you already I sound mean, that's like, fair. Sounds like my wife at this point. I we don't go make to beer. every brewery. <laughs> I don't make my own beer, but I, I will go yeah. to every brewery. Yeah. I don't drink beer, but it sucked back their, but I, but I sucked back their two Rattlers, and they were delish. He also enjoyed their IPAs. The environment is totally fabulous. I'd visit here again for sure. Five out of five. Mm. So there you go. So even a non-beer drinker. Non-beer drinker. Five out of five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Based on these, I, yeah, I, I'd five out of five them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, you'd five out of five tap water, let's be honest. Well, you... if it had some hops in it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Which was your favorite? Well, okay, you, obviously IPA, probably. This was my favorite. Okay, that was? the dog and pony yep. show. Uh, the For left sure. of the dial was my favorite. I'm gonna have to go with the pills. Wow, the pills, then dog and pony, and then left to dial. There you go. Yeah. Which this one? is the one that they gave out in their Christmas bundles a lot. This oh. is the one I saw packaged with everything. If you actually, if you had as a not necessarily drinking IPAs often, right? I mean, which one would you drink again? Maybe it's because I'm still sipping on it, but I really do like the IPA. The left I mean, of the dial. I loved them all. They were all very good, and, mm-hmm. you know, depending on what I'm in the mood for, I would drink all of them, but I'm <laughs> surprised at how much I like the IPA. It's not overly hoppy, grassy, pine cone It's good. Hmm. I, I couldn't be, have been happier. And since they are the taller cans, right? Mm-hmm. Normally, after we record one of these episodes, after drinking three of them, <laughs> we got to take a break. <laughs> I feel great. Good. I, I feel yeah. hydrated and yeah. right. Yep. Um, I feel pretty good all right, myself. Awesome. Untapped. Let's start with the Pilsner on that. Czech style pale lager session pills. Uh, Twelve thousand nine hundred check ins. Uh, that's a lot. That's a lot. Um. Hmm. I'm gonna say three seven two. Right. Three point four four. Actually, you wanna you wanna guess on this? It's out of five. Like, where do you think the 12,900 people have kind of averaged their reviews so far? Oh, man. Um, I'll go with 3.5. I don't know. I don't No idea. It's actually pretty close. 3.48. Oh. So, mm. Brian was okay. close, too. Mm. Yep. It's good. There's just, like, nothing super duper amazing special, I guess, but yep. it's super good. Yeah. It's That's just a four like, two five in my book. It is two five. I, I, almost I go love four that. Is it because it's green? Four and a half. Yeah, it's because it's green. Because it's green. It's a wrong shade of green. It's because we like PBR. So yeah. you know, yeah. I might drink this instead of a PBR. Yeah, yeah. If yeah, it was here, and yeah. PBR is fives all day. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Only if you're at a concert with Dolan yes. <laughs> is the PBR five. R.I.P. Lookout. Dog yeah. and Pony Show four thousand check-ins. So the a lot uh, less, yeah, a lot less. Hmm. This is the New England style IPA, or their take on it at least. Hmm. Where do, do you think, Dolan? <sighs> three six one, Brian. Three eight one. Hmm. Oh, Ashley. Two point eight. Whoa! I don't know. Oh, that's too Whoa. low. <laughs> we can't oh. say twos. We'll be banned. Okay, three point one. Three seven five. 
three, three oh, seven okay, five. Cool. Yeah. So also very good. I would just drink it more in I the say? summer. Three six one. Okay. Three six one. Yeah. Three six one. Three eight one. Wow. Finally, left of the dial. Twenty thousand two hundred check-ins. So mm, that's still less than that one, but yeah, a but lot more on the other. A okay. lot more. Yeah. Three five seven. Okay. Three seven six. Wow, you guys, your numbers are crazy. Four. Yes. I'm all over the place. Three, six, nine. (laughs) Three, six, nine. What did I say? Three, six, nine. Yeah. Three, five, something. I don't remember. (laughs) I don't remember what I said. Yeah. Numbers are hard. With three people, numbers make it hard. Three, six, nine. Three, six, nine. And three beers. Yeah, that's a lot of numbers. Actually went exactly where I went. Yeah. There you go. Well, Ashley, thank you for bringing these to us. This yes, was awesome. My uh, pleasure. I don't think there's ever been a brewery. Well, this might not be true. Okay. But I'm gonna, go, go ahead and say, say it, it right anyway. Now, yeah. That I really, that I would travel for. I would go to this place. I would hmm. travel if I knew, because I was just in Boston last month. Yeah. If I had known, I would have mapped this out and probably gone to this place. Mm-hmm. It's that, it's that good. And they were good. We went to Trillium. We went to Night Shift when we were there. Okay. So and the Night Shift beers were very, very East Coast, hoppy, over-the-top style. I mean, that's, and they were good. So not European like these. Not like this, though. And this is different enough. I would definitely travel to go to this place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of, it's, it's neat. I like them. I like yeah. everything that they had. And yep. I like, their website was cool. And uh, the designs on the cans are nice, too. So without mm-hmm. a doubt. So. All right, more fun beers coming up over the next couple of weeks. I told Brian we'd get back into stouts. I don't know if I'm lying, but... No, we're going to get there. Okay. All right. well, stout season. It's stout. It's been stout season. Next We've to just... spooky season. It's my favorite season. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thanks. Uh, thanks, for ha- thanks for coming, and thanks for bringing these beers. Absolutely. Oh. It was, hopefully, I would love to go back to that part of the U.S. and get some more I hope you do that soon as well. Absolutely. All right. We're not going anywhere for a while. Let's have another murder journal. Here we go. (laughs) It's right here. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing.